From the Guinness version and WZBT, I'm Gary Mangala, and this is On Target. I'm Mary Frazier. Today on Target, we will be discussing how Gettysburg College is going through the Armageddon. <laughs> and we are back. It is the first episode of this season, the third, yeah, the third season of On Target. Um, we are like you know, in our rooms, we're still zooming. Actually, it is it is 9.54 on September the 1st. And in six minutes, we'll be entering into a at least a week-long student body quarantine. Mary, how are you doing? I have just returned from the grocery store. Let me tell you a quick story. So we got this email while I was in a philosophy lecture. I really apologize to the professor if they're listening to this. Um, was texting my roommates, like, what's our game plan? Because half of us don't have meal plans. And it wasn't really specified whether we were allowed to go out to the grocery store after 10 p.m. or not. Yeah. So after I got out of class, three of us went to the grocery store. I live with four, four went, or three other women. And the fourth one was in an art class. And I ran into her room because I'm living in a house that doesn't have its own washer. So we have to go to a, swipe into a different building to do our laundry and our swipe axis is supposed to end at 10. So I ran into her room while she was unfortunately unmute and or unmuted and presenting her homework for the evening in class and went, you have to do the laundry while we're at the grocery store and like slammed the door. So I also really apologize for that. That was me. <laughs> Um, and that I have now just returned from my emergency grocery store run. And that is how I am. <laughs> I just had, um, like a very abrupt change in how my night was going to go. So I was, I, you know, I had, um, two in-person classes and then I had rehearsal for three hours and we were doing fight choreography. Like we weren't touching, but we we're being active. Right. And then I go to dinner and I'm eating dinner and I get this email and I'm like, oh, well, I guess that's, that's it. That's, that's it. We're going home and we're staying home. I had a couple of zoom meetings and now we're here. Uh, and I was like in my first zoom meeting of this, like collective zoom meetings of the evening. And I sat there for like two seconds and I was like, huh, this is the week for the week. Huh? It's just entirely weird to be back. So like if for one thing, uh, you know, and I think anybody who's in, Gettysburg right now can agree with this like for the few weeks that we've been here I mean going to campus for a class and then coming back and having zoom meetings and then going back to it's been very jarring because you're like both quarantining and then not quarantining or like whatever you want to call it isolating and now that it's just like completely moving to that again it's just very very strange um because like living at home and doing it and like living in a dorm room and doing it is like two very different things um, I live in a house. I, I, I'm a house leader this year and it is just entirely weird to know that there's like, you know, 24 other bodies in this building that I'm in, but like, I can't see any of them. Um, so it's going to be an interesting, interesting week. So like just getting into it a little bit, cause like we kind of started up top just saying what's going on. Let's give a little bit of an update. So here we are. It's COVID. I'm not going to explain what COVID is. If you've been living under a rock, good for you. Like, you know what? You're living a better life than I am. So um, last week, 
um, we received an email from the uh, from the college uh, stating that 33 people were found to be positive when with uh, COVID-19. 32 of them were newly positive. One had like a, a had had COVID and was now clean of it. And the testing is just as the college likes to put it so sensitive that they just picked it up again. And after that, you know, we ended up having a town hall on the over the weekend on Sunday, a campus-wide town hall um, at one. And then, to, as so then yesterday and today, uh, people have been testing again, people that have been in these clusters as they want to call them. So we had mostly sophomores and then a couple juniors and a couple seniors that tested positive. Uh, we didn't have any first years test positive. Uh, we don't know about this round. Um, that's just started up again. So we have been doing baseline testing and now we're just doing these like clusters. So it's, uh, you know, a lot of sophomores, a lot of, uh, like residence halls that have tested positive. So like college apartments, um, that location had tested positive a couple people. So they got tested. A lot of people that were living in Gettysburg hotel that have since been moved out have tested positive. And, uh, you know, I'll come out and say it. A lot of members of the Greek community, um, are probably being tested. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's something to point out. Uh, that was definitely not something that was discussed much or at all in the town hall, other than the fact that the Greek community was complying with all the college's regulations. Um, however, in fact, uh, one uh, sorority has been uh, kind of disbanded, I guess is the word, suspended. What, what, what's the term you guys use, Mary? I believe the term is suspended. I believe that is what has happened. I can't really tell you exactly what that entails because I am honestly not sure. Yeah, so that happened and then one fraternity is facing like some sort of disciplinary punishment. Um, some of their fraternities, uh, Sigma Chi, for example, they are not facing any disciplinary action. However, they have had a couple tests positive. So they are like having people in the house quarantine. And then some of the brothers that do not live in the house are still kind of doing that self-quarantine, except for today. However, we are starting quarantining. It's actually, what time is it right now? It is 9.59, so one minute. In. We're, We're ringing like in. We're up in here, Gari. We're ringing in the ringing new in. world. Oh, 10 o'clock. Whoa, where's <laughs> the streamers and the fireworks, everybody? <laughs> packed away. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of the situation we're at now. I, I think a lot of, you know, students are feeling really concerned on a lot of ends. I know that a lot of parents are posting on both the Gettys Virgins Facebook and the Gettysburg College Facebook saying things like uh, how they've, you know, wanted their children to go to college and now they're going to prison. A lot of parents are upset their kids are in quarantine. Um, a lot of students are also upset about that. Whereas a lot of other students are really upset with how the college, specifically the Department of Public Safety has been handling on-campus parties. Um, there's been a lot of struggle about how to handle off-campus um, residence halls and houses. Um, which led to a protest that happened outside of Servo, our dining hall, uh, shortly after the town hall. Uh, I, for all, like, you know, honesty was held by a lot of the residents of the house that I am house leader of. I didn't participate in the protest, but I did go down to make sure that they were okay um, because they did name a few organizations, uh, Greek organizations, and they were not happy. Um, so, Mary, uh, you are a sister of Alpha Omicron Pi, uh, one of the sororities right. on campus. Uh, what is your perspective as a member of the Greek community who's definitely seeing all this, like, you know, uh, social media and just, like, people outright saying, like, this is Greek life's fault, that the, um, 
that the, the tests are going up. We came into this, we came onto campus with five cases and those were quickly dealt with. And now it's obviously gone up within a week. And in that week, you know, we did have rush week um, where new members were kind of brought into um, that. So that's kind of one of the reasons that people think that that's why the sophomores specifically went up because that's who was rushing. What is your opinion on that? Um, so I have a lot of opinions on like various angles of it. So I'm definitely not in like, oh, I am not of the opinion that Greek life is not at fault because like we know who is testing positive and what clusters they're discussing and it's Greek life. Um, but it is kind of frustrating because um, personally my sorority was not holding off campus parties, like was not attending parties that we like in general, cause we're not supposed to. Um, all of our events, I'm not even sure if we even technically had an event before like all this went down, but like our recruitment was virtual. There was absolutely no in-person thing. I think I've seen a total of two of like my sorority sisters in person. And one of them is because I live with them. <laughs> So like I re like there has not been a social life in general like not even just to be like hey a lot of people are getting lunches but I don't have a meal plan this year so I wasn't really doing that. Um, but yeah, so one thing that's very frustrating as a member of like an or Greek organization that is not not complying um, is that a lot of the anger is based at Greek life and I totally get that it's so warranted but I wish instead of just Greek life, like there was more calling out of the specific chapters. And I get it, we're college kids, we mess up. Like everyone's adjusting because every day like is a new thing going on. This is a continuously evolving situation, but like you should know not to have a party by month, like what, six of a pandemic? Like probably not a great idea. Um, and so I think the most frustrating part for me is that like there's several chapters on campus that are following the rules and are not one of the clusters that are causing all these outbreaks. Um, so it's not so much that I don't want Greek life called out. I want the specific chapters to call out because those of us who are following the rules are like just getting pushed into this reputation that we don't deserve because we're actually following the rules. My other large opinion is that sorority recruitment is often, I shouldn't say often, is much more managed and watched by Osagle than fraternity recruitment is. Um, so ours, like, you go through a whole process and, like, Osagle is basically there to guide the way. Like, we have to follow a lot of various guidelines at Osagle. So for, and that's normally. This year, we had, like, the entirely virtual recruitment, all sororities virtual. There was no in-person. I have not met a single new member in person yet, because, again, because of the meal plan thing. Um, and fraternities were allowed to have in-person recruitment events that were, you know, socially distanced with masks. Uh, if I believe that that's actually what happened, that's a whole nother story. Um, but a lot of people are arguing that recruitment shouldn't have happened at all, which would really like screw up like pledge classes and what happens depending how long this pandemic goes. So like, I get that that wasn't entirely feasible, but I'm a little confused why the gentlemen on campus were allowed to have in-person events and like risk that, but the women weren't. So that's a whole nother opinion I have on it as well. Um, so yeah, 
definitely not not blaming Greek life, but I just prefer like those who were at fault were actually called out. Oh, and random third opinion, Gari, let me tell you what happened in my class today, girlfriend. Oh, wow. <laughs> so my professor asked how our weekends went and she was like, there was a town hall, right? And she was like, how'd that go? And I was like, well, honestly, I didn't learn like anything new other than the fact that my quarantine was continuing. I was like, other than that, like all the information that I knew already, it wasn't really that helpful. And she was like, well, let's talk about it and like basically debrief. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And this one gentleman in my class, I honestly like don't know if he's even in a Greek organization. I'm assuming he is, but I really don't know. And I really, I don't know his name. So I'm not even gonna like go there. Um, but basically said he felt attacked by the town hall that it attacked Greek life, that it blamed Greek life entirely, and it was very divisive. This is essentially a summary of what he said. And as a Greek life member, I did not feel that way. They said Greek life once, and it was when they said we were complying. And they never said Greek life ever again, or like even alluded to Greek life. They just said clusters of people. So like, hmm, I really don't think we should feel attacked. I think everyone should just like put their big boy and girl panties on and just chill. So, uh, okay, those are all my opinions. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I agree with you. So like, let me just, because I know that um, the Geddes version and therefore on Target has this like uh, reputation of hating on Greek life. And I definitely have opinions of Greek life. A lot of them, I think, tend to go more towards the fraternities because I think that there's something that comes with the fact that they are these like groups that have houses that people come to and like there's things that happen there. We all know what those are. If you've been a long time listener of On Target, you know how I feel about that. When it comes to what's going on here, I had nothing against recruitment. I will say that. I understand the pledge class thing. I understand that that would really be crappy for the sophomores and then, you know, for the first years next year. I understand that. I don't understand why rush events in person are going to happen. And I don't understand why people are still saying that rush events didn't happen in person. Because if you look on any like Greek organization, like fraternity wise, if you look on any fraternity members, like Instagram or like their stories, there was like schedules posted and there were in-person events. There's like can jam happening outside, not can jam. Um, Oh, what is that Cornhole. called? Cornhole happening outside. Like all these things are happening. I'm seeing people on porches. And the thing is, is that, you know, as soon as you put like even water or even like some sort of food, people have an excuse to not wear a mask. And like, that's what's happening. I'm seeing people on their porches, um, specifically in like Greek organizations. And if they have a cup in their hand, they think that they can just throw their mask out. And that's not exactly how that works. I think if you're actively eating a meal, take the mask off. That's fine, obviously. But if you're like sipping at a drink, put it on and then take it off to take your sip. That's how I feel about that. You can't be drinking a beer over the course of an hour and keep your mask off the entire time. Like, that's just how I feel about that. Um, so yeah, that didn't make sense to me. And also we know that parties happened because that's where these outbreaks happened. And now, and like, I, I want to hear like Mary, like what your take is on this, the office of student activities in Greek life. So a soggle has put out like all these new restrictions in terms of how to, how, um, sororities and fraternities can interact with their new members. So these new members are no longer potential new members, PNMs, whatever you would like to call them. They are now officially, they've been given a bid. So I believe they're like pledges, but they're not allowed to, I believe the last thing was they're not even allowed to have Zoom events. So I'm, I'm very confused about like what is going on. And I don't think it's a 
like lack of communication on anybody's part right now. I think right now everyone's trying to figure out what is going to be okay and what isn't. So the email that we received from John Allen, I don't even remember what day it was anymore. There's whole, days aren't real. This days whole aren't real. It's just been one very long nightmarish day. Yeah. Um, but he emailed us and was basically like all new member activities other than texting them, all communication cut. So I was like, oh boy, that's interesting. And I mean, I'm not our new member educator in my sorority, but I was under the assumption we were just going to keep the Zoom thing up because like chapter rooms for sororities are now classrooms. So we don't really have anywhere to go anyway. So I just assumed everything was going to be on Zoom this year anyway. Um, which first off, like you miss out on like the new member, like esque traditions of like a retreat and everything. So like, if you're really like Greek, go Greek or die, like that sucks. Like, you know, the sophomores like didn't plan to like have this happen when they decided to go through recruitment. Um, so, but yeah, so we were very confused. We weren't really sure if that meant like not even virtual or just not at all. I'm assuming they wanted to cut everything so that all new member, like non-sanctioned in-person events would hopefully also stop. I believe they're working on walking it back to virtual events. At least I'm hoping that is in the works because like, I'm assuming every chapter has their own like new member education process that's not <laughs> hazing. Um, that like needs to be done. Like we have, like our girls need to learn things before they like get initiated. So, um, but as of what I know, things have not changed, but I believe like our like advisor and chapter president are gonna be working with Osago to be like, hi, like, is there any way we can at least do it virtually? Cause like that was our game plan anyway. <laughs> Um, but as of right now, I think everyone is basically just in survival mode and no like major changes in the initial email have been made. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting to watch because I, so like one end, you know, there's definitely a part of me that's like, this is Greek life. This is a Greek life issue. And I think part of that is it's not like in my mind, it isn't even just, um, like, oh, it's these organizations because at the end of the day, like the college is saying that what a certain organization is doing okay and therefore saying what Greek life is doing is okay. And it's just really fascinating to me because now we were hearing in the town hall and we're hearing in the emails, they're like, uh, if someone is caught doing this, they will be removed from campus or they'll like be suspended. And like that was supposed to always be the case. So we started out the semester with a very like structured set of guidelines as to how we would proceed in terms of uh, disciplinary action because it's not just about, like that's what it comes down to it is not just about getting sick that they're worried about because you can be asymptomatic that is so incredibly possible like right now I feel fine I have been doing everything I'm doing but you know what someone could have been sick and they handed me a sandwich at bullet like you know what I mean like there's so many ways that you can still get it and because of that we need to be careful about our discipline and how we are handling this um but it seems as if none of this disciplinary action has been taken. Um, you know, 
Uh, people will be outside, uh, you know, doing whatever they're doing without masks on, on their porches, hanging out, doing whatever they're doing, having parties in their houses. And it's so blatantly obvious to students when it's happening. I've heard so many accounts of people calling uh, public safety on a situation and then nothing happening with it or public safety turning up and then doing nothing about it. And then, you know, people are around to do the same thing the next day. And I understand, you know, maybe you don't want to, you know, start a ruckus in a house the night that everybody's obviously drinking. I get it. You know, I was talking to some people in Res Life and, you know, part of it's like, obviously there's a certain vibe with on campus, like police forces right now. Like that's the, that's the climate we're in right now. And I get that. But like the fact of the matter is, is like, I'm complaining about something and reporting something one weekend and it's happening again the next in the exact same spot. And that's really frustrating for me as a student because now, you know, I've been safe and I've been doing everything I can be doing, but now I like my education is being affected by that. Like, what are we supposed to do? Um, But beyond that, I think, you know, when, when I went down to watch the protest that was happening at um, Servo that my residents were having, um, one of the signs was Fiji has to go. And part of it had to do with, uh, that's a Phi Gamma Delta. Um, And they are the ones that are like constantly called out in terms of fraternities. I think that they're definitely the one that has been called out the most at my time at Gettysburg. Um, you know, my freshman year, I remember we published an article that they had a GPA of 1.92. Um, and the list goes on and on everything that you can think about, like how a, a reputation of a fraternity could go. They have that reputation. Um, and I think Fiji would agree with me that they have a reputation. Um, but I remember Fiji members coming up and having like, you know, conversations with my residents about it. And, you know, a Fiji member was, they were like standing on opposite sides of the server and just shouting back to each other to like stay distance, which I respect. But something that a Fiji brother said really stuck with me. And he said, why aren't we calling out the, the administration? Why are you calling out students and not the administration? And some of my residents call back, we're calling out the administration for not policing you guys. And I think in a way, I think people in the Greek community that are frustrated with how like their image is being tarnished and uh, non-Greek students are being frustrated by the way this is being handled are actually seeing more on the same side than they think they are. I think it does all come down to the fact that people in general are not being held accountable. You know, I'm hearing stories of it happening in college houses, like themed houses as well. I'm hearing the same thing happening at the hotel and at like different residence halls. So it's not just entirely a Greek issue. However, it is a, it's a way in general of us handling the party culture on this campus. It's this, I, it's, it's this ideology that like 18 to 21 year olds, they're going to do what they're going to do. And we just got to hope for the best. If you put a discipline system in place, you have the right to do it. People are signing, regardless of whether or not you live on on campus or off campus houses, you sign a contract to come back here and to follow the rules. Um, And I think that in my opinion, um, if you are a member of the Greek community and you are frustrated by, you know, the, the numbers going up, I don't think this is the time to like really dig your boots in about being like, like really, really Greek. Um, I, I think this is really the time to, you know, be digging your boots in and saying like, we got to stick together. Like if, if you're in a, one of these sororities or fraternities that's having these cases or throwing these parties, this is the time to stand up for you think what you think is right. If you're not stand up in like your inner fraternity council in your Panhellenic 
And you know what? It is fine by me if you're going to wear letters, but if you're also going to wear a mask, like I'm real cool with you wearing your letters. Super cool. I'm like really happy with this like thing I've just come up with. Wear your letters, but wear your freaking mask. Like that's how I feel about that. I, it shocks me to my core that people are still walking on campus with their masks off. Like that makes me crazy. And then I, I remember I was seeing three guys outside of like a first year residence hall. And I was like, hey guys, pull your mask up. And they're like, they're on. And it was like covering their chin and nothing else. And I like, I didn't say anything. I just said, pull it up. And I kept walking and I was just like, why are you arguing with me about it? Like, just pull it up. And that's the end of the conversation. Um, it's just really interesting to me because I, I don't want anyone to think that they're a bad person for messing up. Masks fall down all the time. Like I've been in a show and we'll be yelling and they'll pull down just from our jaw. So we have to like hike them back up. I get it. It happens. But like, it's not, I don't think anyone wants to attack anybody's character. I think people are really frustrated, but like if tomorrow, like Fiji turned around and they were like, listen, we, we, we've screwed up. This is our new plan. This is what we're doing. I'd be gung ho for it. If, um, um, if Gamma Phi who lives across the street, who I've had to call a few times, want to turn around tomorrow and say, listen, we're going to start wearing our masks. Uh, we're sorry about this. This is what we're going to do. I think this is a time for Greek communities to be putting out an action plan, whether or not you've been called out. I haven't heard anything about, uh, AOPI. I've heard nothing about Sigma Nu. I've heard nothing about Sigma Alpha Epsilon. <laughs> I'm so sorry. SAE. Uh, but like, but like whoever it is, and like maybe there is stuff about this. Mary's giving me a face, but whatever. Whether or not I've heard stuff about you, whether or not we're we're actively calling out these organizations by name, this is a time to put out an action plan to be posting something. The same way you guys all were posting about Black Lives Matter, on like just posting like a black screen six months ago or whatever time it was. This is the same time for you to be like, I stand with the mask. Like just give us some hope for us non-Greeks, give us a reason to want to stop talking badly about you because you haven't. I, this is my fourth year at this college. And other than yelling at protesters for calling you out by name, I have never once seen a Fiji member give me a reason to think differently about how I thought about them. And that is a fact. And this isn't a, do you know any brothers by name? Yeah, I do. And never once has any brother I've interacted with given me any single reason. I've never had one positive interaction with the Fiji brother. Because consistently, the only time I ever see them talking about their brotherhood in a positive light is in defense of people. And it's victim blaming. I heard a brother say yesterday, we have never drugged any, not yesterday, a couple days back. We have never drugged anybody. Maybe your friend drugged himself. It's nuts. It's nuts. I didn't, you know what? Uh, for those of you who remember Ben, Ben texted me the other day and he goes, I hope you're taking over my soapbox screaming. And like, apparently I am. Apparently I'm just going to start uh, uh, shouting the entire time uh, just out of whatever I'm angry. But I want to, I want to switch gears a bit because I don't want this to all be about Greek life. Uh, Mary, what has been, what is class been like for you? Because I've heard different experiences from everybody. Like, do you have virtual classes? Do you have in-person classes? I know you have virtual classes starting tomorrow, but what's that been like for you? Um, so I have two virtual classes and I actually like them very much. Um, my virtual classes from abroad were a bit of a uh, shit show, pardon my language. So um, 
even though they're online, they're very much a Gettysburg vibe and I adore them. Um, I had one in-person class, which about an hour or two before my uh, class got put to online permanently by the school, I emailed my professor and I said that I no longer feel comfortable going to this class in person. You said today that if we wanted to go entirely on Zoom, you'd be fine with it. Because a student in my class, today was the first time that they wore their mask the right way, the whole class. So I'd say for about three classes, they wore it below their nose. And my professor never addressed it, even though my professor talked directly to them multiple times for each of these classes. And one day we watched a documentary and I guess they just thought it was movie hour and that didn't require a mask and the mask entirely came off. This was in our classroom in the library. So um, that was my one in-class experience. So it wasn't a fabulous experience and I'm glad that I don't have to go through that anymore. Um, because even as a senior, it's still intimidating to be like, hey, can you pull your mask up and not only think about yourself? Thanks. <laughs> so that has been my experience. I only have three classes a semester. Um, so the only other place I would go in person is work, which I can also no longer do now, which I um, I'm a little worried about because I am definitely not the only student worker on this campus that needed to kind of go in person to their place of employment to do their job well. Um, so I think that's definitely gonna be a major issue of concern once everyone has moved past that I can't leave my house ever again. <laughs> I think there, there's gonna be a large, uh, I have no income, how do I eat? Um, so I think that's a huge point that I don't even know if I'm really ready to talk about other than mentioning that, but that's definitely also going to be an issue. Sorry, I got off the last topic. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with you. I, I just got to, I, I, as you're talking about like work and stuff, I'm also thinking about, I saw some post about, um, oh, this would be a horrible time to have a random roommate in your first year dorm that you don't like. Yeah, um, I can't even imagine. Yeah, I can't. Like, I'm in a single, and I'm like, there's obviously a lot that comes with like, oh my god, you're gonna be alone. <laughs> but like, I, you know what? I'm an only child. I'm used to it. But like, I, I really feel for the first years in so many ways right now. Like, they probably came up with so much hope for what was gonna happen. And like, I hope this is a wake up call, or at least I hope that maybe since we're all home and as they're testing, like maybe you know if people are you know going to quarantine or coming home, in some ways we have our active numbers down, if that makes sense. Um, so the, what I've heard going around is uh, that it's 120 people positive or 5% of the student body, and that is when we get sent home um, completely, like out of the college. I have a lot of questions about that because like that is a very vague concept because part of that happens uh, to deal with like what our medical resources look like, how many people end up staying on campus, how many beds we have for quarantine. And I want to know if that number ends up going down. Like, is it 120 cases that happen or is it 120 active cases at one time? Um, and those are questions that I don't think you know. I don't know, but I, I have a concern pertaining to that number. So even if it is just active, 
um, one of my friends was just like, oh, like 25 out of 378. Is that the number they gave us today? Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, okay, not great, but at least, at least it's only 25. I was like, there is no way that Tuesday's tests are in this number. If we get 25 tomorrow and then again Wednesday and Thursday and Friday because of all of these people talking to everyone, I was like, we're going home this weekend. Like, we could easily get 25 in each of our test days if, like, we are getting 25 and it's just Monday. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to, you know what? I'm going to pull up a calculator right now, and I'm going to see what percentage of a population that is because um, what I'm thinking, well, I don't think they're testing everybody this week. That's the thing, right? They're not going to be testing like okay so that is point that's not right that's six percent majors listeners just so you know if we get this right you should be applauding us yeah so it's six percent um of the people that were tested um in this like group that we were emailed about got it so that's above obviously but I don't think we're testing everybody, so that's helpful to know. So I don't think that the number is going to end up being that high because I think that was a number reflective of, like, two days of testing. But, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm trying to, like, quell your fear, but also, like, every fear you bring up is, like, sending anxiety through me. I apologize. <laughs> no, what can you do? Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. I don't know. See, here's the thing. I think in some ways it would be irresponsible of us to go home because then that means that we have, like, just a ton of outbreaks being sent home places. And I don't know if I trust all these people because there is a lot of correlation between those who were not following the discipline and those who are not following that, that are getting sick. So it's like you did the wrong thing and you're getting sick. That's happening for a lot of people. I'm sure there's cases where that's not the case. And it's just like, you know what, you were in a class with somebody and you're getting sick and I'm so sorry for that. Yeah. Um, but in those situations, I don't know if I trust them to be responsible when they get home either. Because it seems like a lot of parents are angry that their like poor kid that just happened to test positive can't hang out anymore. And it's just really, really interesting to me. I, I'm sorry, but some of the parents that are posting on Facebook are like both giving me life and like taking it away. It's nuts. Um, it's a pandemic. I, I don't You're think not it- supposed to hang out with our friends right now. Come on, everybody. We're supposed to not have a social life. That is the point. Oh my God, Mary's clapping. Mary's (laughs) clapping. Let's get with it. (laughs) Let's like try to, let's see, what's, I'm trying to think of like something positive. What has Um, been like over your, you know, the summer and like over, um, uh, you know, these few weeks of school, what has been like some of the cool new things in your life that have existed because of like, not the pandemic, but because of like quarantine and being virtual? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So some cool things that have happened in my life is I learned how to knit um, from my grandma, which I know we weren't supposed to talk to the elderly during quarantine, but my grandparents can't really leave their house because they're like very old, but they still live at home. So my family and I would scrub up and mask up and go down once a week and like make sure everything was like clean and everything in the house was good and that they were good. Um, And during this time, my grandmother's eyesight's going and she really wanted to teach me how to knit before she goes entirely blind. So like I would sit next to her with a mask on and like she taught me how to knit as best she could and then I kind of figured it out. Um, So that was really great. And um, 
I haven't really been home for any of the past couple summers because like internships in the world was really spending until the world stopped spending. So it was actually really great <laughs> to like see my grandparents like regularly <laughs> on like a weekly basis because I haven't. Yeah. And like I said, they're like getting up there in age, so they're not going to be here much longer. So it was really nice to like spend a lot of time with them. Also, my parents and I are homies and I don't really see them that much because of internships and because of school. So just hanging out with my parents was a good time because I am also an only child. So like we're all kind of best friends. Um, so that was a good time. What else? I did a lot of gardening, which I love to garden. Um, so that wasn't really a new thing, but it was something thing I had ample time for and could treat my garden like my baby so that was a good time um yeah oh and for anyone who lives in the Lehigh Valley area of Pennsylvania I killed so many spotted lantern flies it was a great time it was like a sport I don't know if you know that is Gary but like no, they're wait are they like they're, they light up a bit no no oh. no no they're they have they're actually gorgeous kind of they're like big they almost look like butterflies when they fly because they're such a big bug um but they have like a red back and then like spotted like wings <gasps> they're yes! an invasive species they're that are horrifying. killing they're killing my trees so i smashed them to bits my mom would make fun of me because i would like whip off my old navy flip-flops and run around the yard with them on my hands to like use them as fly swatters I probably look like a psycho. Oh, right. this is actually really funny. We had a we had a bit of like an ant fly spider infestation in my house. I think we're, I live in an old house, so I think we just had like holes yeah. somewhere in the. And my mom, oh, my mom's crazy. Anybody who knows my mom is like, yeah, yeah. Um, my mom really hates bugs. Like she's not scared of them. She just thinks that it's really like rude of them to come into her house. So she like, she started out by like you know just like killing the ones that got in the house and like raiding the like edges of the house internally and just like putting out ant traps. I come downstairs one day and I like look out into like our backyard and I see like a couple ant traps outside. And I'm like, mom, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm putting the ant traps outside. And I'm like, why? The ant traps kill the ants, by the way. These aren't like ant traps, like get them They're to go away. They're supposed to be outside. That's yeah. the point. I told him, I'm like, I think you're like violating the Geneva Convention. I think this is a war crime. <laughs> and she started, I swear to God, Mary, I am out. I'm in my kitchen and my mother is outside spraying raid on the outside of the house. And I'm like, this is where they're supposed to be. This is so, oh my God. It we're was gonna go crazy. inside to get away from it. Wouldn't you? Like I, it was nuts. And like, I, I'm the type that like, if I can set you free, like if you're large enough that I can take you outside, I will do it because I also like, I don't want to kill a bug with a napkin and then like feel it. I just did that today. There was a gigantic daddy long legger in my tub this morning. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, so I like grabbed a Tupperware and like shuffled him in and then took him out on my porch and threw him on my porch. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Okay, well, this has been bug talk with <laughs> Mary and Gary. Okay, it was better than discussing the downfall of the globe. Oh, honestly. Um, <laughs> really quick <laughs> before we head out, because, uh, you know, this is, we're coming towards the end of the pod. Um, I'm so glad that I get to call it the pod now and Ben's not like staring me dead in the eyes like, sorry. Um, just like a, a quick um, 
plug for the Get As Virgin. We've been like, you know, doing a lot of, I think, really, really great coverage of what's been going on. Um, and I'm just like, you know, really proud of what's going on going on there. But if that's like a place that you, you know, that's definitely a place that you can go to get some more information about what's going on in the pandemic. Cause I know there's just been a lot of influx of emotions because there was a lot of news today. Um, and Mary and I are just two students trying our best. Um, but I think coming up, is going to be an interesting thing this week. Cause we're obviously going to be seeing like a lot of things going much more virtual than they were before. I think that there's like a soft, like you can zoom into whatever you want, but now it's like everybody's going to be virtual. I, I'm really praying for the campus's Wi-Fi. Um, I don't think this is going to go well for the campus's Wi-Fi. Um, I also really hope that nobody like, you know, abuses this whole like my computer is not working to not show up to class because that's not fun for everybody. But uh, uh, Mary, what do you have on the docket for this week? Like, what are you going to be up to in your in your new quarantine life? <laughs> In my new quarantine life, um, well, eating a lot of donuts because that was the number one stress food that we just stocked up on. So lots of donuts are going to be consumed this week, and they're all pumpkin or cider flavored. So I'm oh, interesting. It's like it's September first. So I'm officially okay. I didn't buy anything pumpkin flavored until today, other than Dunkin' because I feel like Dunkin' doesn't count. So. Um, I waited until September. I can now go full, full force, fall scented and smelly and tasting things. Um, what's on my docket? I no longer have swipe access to do laundry, so I won't be doing that. But is that like is that official? We like our swipe access is gone. Well, it said at midnight we're not allowed to like we don't have swipe access to things. I don't know, but my my roommate really came in clutch and did all of our laundry before 10 o'clock. She was really just a gem. <laughs> I don't know um, if I would trust anybody to do my laundry. That seems, like, very personal. <laughs> we, yeah, we're, we're up in person. We're up close <laughs> in person. Uh, we've all lived with each other for too long, for, like, several years, so there's just no secrets anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be doing homework. I mean, I still have homework because the professors, I don't think, realize the, like, emotional turmoil that I'm in. <laughs> um, high key might start packing, depending on what our email is tomorrow. We'll see. Um, I Honestly, depending on the number, you know what? If it's below 20. I called my mother tonight, and I was like, I'm ready to start ripping down decorations, Ma. I'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah, honestly, if the number's above 20, I might start putting things in boxes. That's a good idea. No, waste no time when they're like, you need to be out in three hours. Because um, uh, that will be the email. That will be, there's no way it's going to be like a cute amount of time to pack and leave. It's going to be like, your parents better pick you up now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Find a flight, we're not driving you. <laughs> Uh, there will definitely be some over 21-year-old events um, with me and my roommate. There will definitely be some wine being poured and drank. Um, we're all over 21. Don't get worried, everybody. Honestly, um, maybe the, this would be the perfect time for people to start, like, um, alcohol-based door dashes. I know there's, like, Drizzly is an app. We were talking about this with my friends. We don't have anybody. How is that there. legal? I feel like that wouldn't be a... I think you have to like, card. Things. I think you probably have to be registered as, like, a bartender or something to, like, distribute. 
But like, it's my like, roommate's registered as bartender. She'll probably start doing that. Yeah, I think that this oh, is the perfect time. Everybody. Yeah, but like, I think I think that uh, if anybody's looking for a new side hustle out, like in the Gettysburg community area, I think that you could make some good money off of our twenty-one and over students that can't even, you know, <laughs> drive to Honestly, the liquor store now. Even DoorDash for like everyone. Domino's is gonna make bank this next coming week. They're probably making bank this evening. And new yeah. pings, oh. Everyone that orders takeout is just gonna like they should, some. We should buy stock, Gary. Uh, you know what? That might be what we do. But uh, I think that will wrap it up for the pod. Tune in next week. Uh, I don't know what we'll be talking about. I don't know if I'm gonna be looking at Mary in her dorm room or if I'm gonna be looking at Mary in her room at home. Uh, Armageddon part two. <laughs> it's always, as always, it's a trip with the uh, with uh, our touring on Target uh, Zoom extravaganza. Uh, hope everybody has a good night. Stay safe. Put on a mask. Do whatever they're telling you it is to do. Wear your damn mask, everyone. On Target is a joint production between The Gettys Virgin and 91.1 WZBT. Our theme music was composed by Diego Rocha, a 2019 graduate of the Centerman Conservatory of Music. We would like to thank the Gettys Version staff and the executive board of WZBT for their ongoing support in this project. Please be sure to subscribe to On Target on TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you get your podcasts.